Michigan State University will continue providing much-needed assistance to students who are children of migrant farm workers with a U.S. Department of Education grant renewal of more than $2 million. MSU's College Assistance Migrant Program Scholars Initiative, better known as CAMP, has served more than 1,000 eligible migrant and seasonal farm worker students during its 20 years. The CAMP initiative identifies, recruits, admits, and enrolls migrant and seasonal farm worker students and provides them academic, social, and financial support to complete their first year of college. The program has produced more than 300 graduates throughout the past 20 years. Luis Alonzo Garcia is the director of MSU's Migrant Student Services. His life experiences relate entirely to the work he does at Migrant Student Services. Raised by 11 brothers and sisters, he's from a migrant farm worker background who earned his high school diploma by attending night school after dropping out during his high school career. He went on to become a first-generation college graduate from Ferris State University, He served over two years with the Peace Corps in Paraguay and earned his master's degree in education from Michigan State University. Luis, great to have you on the program. Hey, thank you for having us. We appreciate it. And Elias Lopez is the Senior Associate Director at MSU's Migrant Student Services Department, where he has worked in a management and advising capacity to migrant and seasonal farm worker students for more than 10 years and Elias was a participant of the first MSU camp cohort in 2001. He graduated from MSU in 2006, and Elias has earned his master's in higher adult lifelong education and administration from Michigan State University. And Elias, great to have you with us. Kiera Lee Zarate is a third-year undergraduate student at Michigan State University and is currently working towards her degree in child development with a minor in Chicano Latino Studies. She was born in South Texas, where she is today, and is a third-generation migrant field worker. She plans on establishing nationwide early childhood development centers that will benefit migrant and immigrant families with access to resources and a better education Kiera, welcome to MSU today. And then we have Eduardo Jimenez, better known as Lalo. He's a first-generation college student studying computer science. This is his third year in college, and after he graduates, after he graduates, he hopes to work with cybersecurity in Los Angeles. Lalo, welcome. Hi, how's it going? Great. Luis and Elias, maybe start with you. Tell us a little bit more. I gave a brief summary, but what is CAMP? What's the mission? The purpose of CAMP is really to provide an opportunity. Particularly, we know that uh, migrants and first-generation college students, their most difficult years are freshman year. And we're uh, our perspective and that of the purpose of CAMP is to facilitate and get their feet uh, well grounded in the institution and provide them some basic skills to make sure that they have, they can get through their four or five years of undergraduate studies. Kiera, could you talk about your experience learning about the program, being in it, what you're getting out of it? So um, as stated in my short bio, um, I'm a daughter of migrant farm workers, so I'm the third generation of the field workers in my family. 
um i'm from south texas <laughs> and in all honesty just to keep it real with you guys if it wasn't for the camp program that i was introduced to i would not have had a chance to attend college um the universities down here are quite expensive and you know for a low-income family who just depends solely on agricultural farm work it's pretty difficult you know to afford top-notch universities and so camp has been an overall great experience so far from the years that i've been there like Luis mentioned before, they really do make it easier for us to be there. Although that's not stating that it doesn't come with its challenges. Like I know that for a fact that moving to Michigan, a very, very cold state in the winter from Texas definitely came with its culture shock. It came with its homesickness. Um, being a part of camp has definitely changed my perspective on a lot of things, especially about being grateful towards opportunities that are given to me. Um, being a first-generation college student is definitely not easy. I know that I am the third out of five siblings, and I'm the first one to attend college. Um, it's definitely hard to be setting that example for not only my younger sibling, but my older siblings as well. Um, it's a lot of pressure, but thankfully through camp, I've been able to achieve and honestly just knock down some barriers that have been in my way due to, you know, some circumstances of growing up in a low-income family you know, having to depend and rely on just seasonal farm work because it's definitely not easy. Um, also, another thing that I want to add about camp, it's just that if it wasn't for this program, I honestly don't think I would have been able to make it through college. I know that, you know, going to MSU, a predominantly white institution, me, a Latina, um, I wanted to be around people that that kind of looked like me, that talked like me, and even shared similar experiences to me. So the College Assistance Migrant Program has definitely provided an opportunity to meet people from different backgrounds, but that share a common ground, which is, you know, working in the fields and knowing all about hard labor. So um, yeah, it's most definitely been such a great journey. They do provide a lot of support. And apart from, you know, like financial support and all of that, they really do provide just that, that love. You know, I definitely feel like whenever I walk into this office, it's just full of love and it's exciting to see them and get to talk to Luis, Elias, Aleida and everybody else that has truly dedicated their lives to helping students like me and, you know, to help students like us progress. So it's definitely been a very beautiful journey and I'm looking forward to what else it holds for us and students like us. That's really great to hear, Kiera. Lalo, what would you add? Tell us your experience with camp. Um, my experience with camp has been honestly like, one of the best moments of my lives, my life, to be honest, because like I'm, a, like I said, I'm a farm worker as well, and I always grew up working in the fields. And education wasn't really, it was in our head, like we, it was always a dream, like it was just a dream to us because you know we couldn't afford, you know, going to college. Well, I personally couldn't afford it, or even you know, th I never even thought about going to college in general. I was just, you know, living life, going, working in the fields, going to school, and then just going back and working, working. And then, you know, just once it got to the time to apply for colleges, I was at a blank stare. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know that I didn't even plan on going to college, but because of camp coming into my life, it, it really changed everything. Like, it changed my whole life around because I never thought I'd be here. I never thought I'd be attending Michigan State ever in my life. I never thought... I'd be studying computer science because I never thought about all this, never thought about the, you know, the effort that I had to put to be here and all this. It's just, it's been a, a crazy experience and camp has really helped me out a lot because like, like I said, like I'm not used to this and 
every time I needed someone to speak to, I could rely on Luis, Elias, everyone in the camp office I could always rely on. And like, you know, if they're if they're right there, I just walk in on them. I just knock real quick, just say hi. And then next thing you know, we have a conversation. If I need anything, I can always count on them. They're like my second home as well. Um, thank God I'm from here in Michigan. I'm only two hours away, like, well, an hour and 40, but it's still quite a distance, quite a drive. So I just stay here. And anytime I need anything, I know I can rely on them. And being here, they, it made me realize as well that you know, we, we all, we all have a purpose in life and, you know, thank, thank, thankfully to camp, you know, it gave me a purpose, gave me a reason, you know, to think about, you know, the future, think about future generations, think about not just, you know, us, but also, you know, the future generations of farm workers and that there's hope and, you know, pursuing a, a better education for ourselves and then just giving back to, you know, who we, where we came from. And camp always reflects on that with us, you know, just to give back, be who you want to be. And at the end, you know, just remember where you came from. And no matter the hardships that we face, you know, it's part of life. And at the end of the day, you know, it, what matters is the effort that we, we give and we put in. And that's what I thank camp for every day. And I, I thank God that I was able to be here where I am today. Very well said, Lalo. And Kiera, you as well. And Luis, maybe I could jump back to you and tell me a little bit more about the particular challenges children of migrant farm workers face in college. Kiera and Lalo touched on some of that, but tell me more. The challenge that many students uh, are confronted with is that for the regular population, there's generally somebody in the family that has gone to college so one can easily uh, connect with a family member or friends and really get an idea of what to expect. But with uh, much of the migrant farm worker community, uh, they're the first ones that are going to college. So they don't have a roadmap. It's very difficult. And many times the way that uh, our communities communicate with each other, they they want to communicate with individuals, people. And sometimes our systems, uh, oftentimes they say, well, uh, why don't you go to such and such website? It's explained there. And at that point, many students just walk away and just saying, well, if you're not willing to help me by discussing this with me, and then it sounds like you really don't want to help me. So it is interesting how different folks read um, their approach to entering and sustaining themselves in their college experience. So how do you go about, you know, finding, attracting, and recruiting students like Kiara and Lalo? And how, how do they hear about camp at MSU? Michigan is a receiver state. That means that we have migrants that come uh, from other states to work during the summer so during the summer, we our recruiter makes contacts with the migrant education programs throughout the state of Michigan to identify, and then we follow up with them during the, during the regular school year. The majority of our students that come to camp, they, they come to work in the summer times, but their home base is Florida uh, and Texas and other states. So our recruiter, uh, before COVID, would actually physically go to these schools in, in Florida to a certain number of schools where there's a high percentage 
of, of migrant students and that he would do the same for in Texas. And on occasions, uh, I go with, uh, with the recruiter to talk to the parents because a lot of times it's not only the student. We don't only recruit the student. We have to recruit the family. The family has to buy into the concept and understanding that every time we recruit a family member, that means that there's less income in the family. Let me give you another challenge, how the migrant student differs. Many of the students of our students, when they get to MSU, they take on part-time jobs. They send their earnings, part of their earnings, they send them back, send it back home to support the family because that responsibility, by their view, doesn't go away. Um, and when I ask other students, non-migrant students, how much money did you send to your parents this, this week? They just laugh and they just say, no, my parents send me money. I never send them money. So that kind of gives an illustration of how different the population is. That's very interesting. And uh, why do you think camp is such a good fit at MSU, Luis? Is it something to do with the land grant uh, philosophy or uh, obviously you're doing something right, being renewed for the fifth time? Uh, Why MSU for camp? One of the things is that if you go back to the history of MSU, when I came uh, to MSU, we did not have a camp program. And so uh, I was working with uh, Latino students and I really wanted to do something that that focused on those who needed to help the most. And that was agriculture workers. Uh, And so it is a natural fit for MSU because of the history of agriculture. However, historically MSU hadn't looked at the migrant farm worker community. Many times we say, well, we're reaching out, but if people don't speak the language, if people don't understand the culture, guess what? You are not connecting. And people who are monolingual, uh, for the most part, uh, don't try to connect with this population because, uh, because of the communication dynamics many times. So that's how uh, we initially started. And and I, I take you back to 20 years ago. Uh, I had written uh, three different proposals, and it was the last proposal that got funded. But I had kept trying and trying until we, we did get it funded. But um, we're, MSU, one of the things I'm so proud of MSU, it allows us to be creative, to reach out to the communities that like this particular community. And um, I remember when we were getting started that I was talking to members of uh, the admissions team and I was explaining to them the concept and they indic- some of them indicated that, that they, how are we going to be able to convince migrant students to come so far away to get their degree. Um, And I said, well, it is possible, but we have to recruit in a very different way. 
And that's exactly uh, what we've done. As I indicated, we don't re only recruit the students. Many times um, we have to convince the mother, convince the father. Uh, and I share with you this particular story. We had, we recruited this one year, we recruited this, this group and my associate director, uh, I see that he was setting off when we were having orientation, talking to this, to the family on the phone. And uh, finally, he says, Luis, I think you need to talk with the, with the father. And I said, well, what's the problem? He says, he doesn't want to let his daughter come to MSU to study. And I said, okay, let me talk with him. So I started talking with the, with the dad. And I said, look, I'm in, we're in the middle of orientation. I'm busy and you're busy. Uh, so what is your concern? Why don't you want to let your daughter uh, stay here at MSU? She says, he says, you know what? I'll be real honest with you. If you can convince me, if, if, if you can guarantee me that my daughter will not get pregnant while going to MSU, I'll let her go. So I sat there and I thought about it a little bit and the phone went quiet. And then I said, I'll tell you what, okay. If, if you can guarantee me that if I send her home, she won't get pregnant back home, will you let her stay? <laughs> he thought about it a bit and she, he says, you know what? She can stay. <laughs> And so now, every now and then, I run into this former student's parents, and he he looks at me and he just laughs. He says, "I don't believe you ever told me that," and I can't believe that I was not supportive of my daughter. And I said, "Look, folks, if you raise your son or daughter in a certain way, they're going to adhere to your principles." Yes, there may be some challenges. Absolutely. All students get into some challenges. But you know that we are here to support you and to support your daughter and support your son. Because we want what is good for them. That's a good story. <laughs> and, uh, and one of the things that every one of the first things I tell the students when they arrive at MSU I make it very clear to them. And I start out with this. I tell them, you need to understand some things. In life, nobody owes you anything. In life, nobody's going to give you anything. In life, everything you get, you're going to have to earn. And that is our expectation of you as a camp student. You're going to... Get a degree, but you're going to earn it. Nobody's going to give it to you. But we are going to be your support system to get you through it because you can do it. And the entire staff are former migrant migrants. They've all worked in the fields. So we know what we're talking about. Well, let me go back to, to you, Kiera, and then you, Lalo. Just, Kiera, summarize. You gave us a, a beautiful bit of information before, but just summarize what you'd like people to know about the CAMP program and what it does for you. So the CAMP program, honestly, it's just 
amazing. First, I want to add that I think it's so beautiful that people like Luis were fighting, you know, and making proposals to provide students like us an opportunity to get an education, to pursue a higher education, because you don't see that every day. You don't see people fighting for, for, you know, people like us. So I'm always very grateful for that. And I'm definitely grateful for camp because not only, like I said, have I gained a family there, but there is that support. There's that encouragement that if they can do it, so can I. You know, I know that I walk into that office and I get inspired every time I see their rooms and I see pictures of their families and pictures of them in the fields because it's truly just so nice to see that, okay, well, they came from where I come from, so I can do this. I can do even much more and I can provide opportunities and pave the way for future generations to come. And so camp has just been honestly like a family to me. I can't find ways to thank them enough for everything that they've done. I mean, they've been able to provide for resources that I wouldn't have been able to provide on my own. And I mean, they're just so helpful in the ways. Let me put it like this. Um, I know one time I was feeling a little bit sick. And I didn't know where to go because obviously I didn't have insurance. I didn't have a car. And um, one of camp's um, workers, Aleda, she was like, well, you know what? I'll take you in my own car. I'll take you in my car. I'll take the day off and I'll make sure that you're good and that you're settled down. And that for me just displays how much love and how much dedication they have towards their students. You know, because not only do they view us as students coming in to do the work but they see us as family, you know, as one of their own and even them when they were in that position in college, you know, and it just feels amazing to know that at the day of tomorrow, I'm lacking something. Um, I need help with the spare tire. They're going to be there for us, not only with like, you know, academics and, you know, social things, but just things that happen in everyday life. So it's definitely very beautiful to have these connections with them. And we know that these bonds are for life. You know, it's not just four years and you're done. No, I still see you know, camp alumni coming back and talking about their experiences and how they're still so well connected with Elias, Luis, Aleida, Leo, everybody that has contributed to this program. So it's definitely been such a beautiful experience and I'm very grateful for them and for everything that they've done for us. So glad it's working out so well for you. Lalo, what would you add to Kiera's comments? She put, she, she said it right. I mean, they're, they're phenomenal. They're great people. Um, they're a great support staff in all honesty. They, like Kiara said, like they they treat us like their own, like family. Like whenever we need something, they're there for, for us. Like for example, Elias, when I was, I was facing through some financial crisis and things, I was, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know like if I was even going to come back to MSU and then, you know, Elias helped me, you know, paved the way for me, gave me support. And because of him, I was, you know, able to still attend and, you know, they're, they're great support staff, even just not that, even like if we're going through like something back home, we can just, you know, their doors are always open and we can just go walk in on them and just be like, hey, I'm going through this. And they're willing to listen, willing to like just help you out and whatever they can do. And they're just an amazing staff, amazing people. And I thank God every day for them. But yeah. <laughs> Elias, by chance, have you been able to join us yet? I wanted to definitely add a, a few things. I mean, I'm very grateful for, for my colleagues and the students that are here because they've been able to definitely contribute their experiences. And, and uh, you know, but as I add to some of the things that Luis mentioned, I think one of the most important things of 
the farm worker community, migrant farm worker community that we work with is how much of a mobile population they are. And oftentimes what we don't think about, we don't think about the disruption that exists within the K through 12 uh, system and how each student experiences that education so different, um, very specific to the migrant farm worker community because they are in employment that changes and it changes by season and by crop. Oftentimes, uh, students attend more than one high school in one year. And depending on the population, Luis uh, earlier stated about our Texas students and our Florida students, um, and because we are a receiving state of migrant farm workers as Michigan is a, a very uh, large agricultural state. And what makes us unique is that we receive various pattern of, patterns of migration that ends up in our state. And we have some of our students that often will attend three, four different high schools in one year. And so when we go out and we recruit them, many times uh, these are children that never had hopes in going to college. They never thought about it. They never thought that this was going to be something that they could achieve because of the amount of disruption uh, in addition to being low income and not knowing how to pay for that. So being able to be in a position to go and uh, meet many of the students before they're even thinking about college and facilitate the process of applying and familiarizing themselves with the opportunities that exist with, with higher ed is an amazing opportunity that we have, um, especially as we uh, are part of a of an institution, Michigan State, which which prides itself in being a land grant institution, and even many many years later, we continue to be able to go to some of the most vulnerable uh, populations in our country to give them these opportunities. And so, uh, a lot of the work that we do, our grant, uh, we've been funded for twenty years, and our grant is very specific to that first year experience uh, to be able to give them that exposure to college. And I think that uh, what makes us be so proud of Michigan State University is how much they've been able to provide in not only their mission, but also in some of the resources and commitment that they have to our students to be able to continue some of those services after their first year. And our program has evolved from Luis's vision to um, have an opportunity for migrant students at Michigan State to a point where we've been able to serve the community from as early as um, when farm workers are children to making sure that they are walking out of the university with degrees and with job commitments at the end. So uh, we're very excited to be able to have arrived to that point today. I would add one more thing um, that in 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 light of uh, COVID-19, um, earlier there was a question about what challenges our students face. And as we moved all of our students remote, uh, one of the biggest challenges that our students faced was this idea of um, reliable technology, reliable access to internet and reliable housing and food security. And so we had to make a major shift in the way that we were able to support our students. Um, and 
And one of the uh, issues and biggest challenges that as, as many of our families uh, continued to work um, in the fields and, and, and picking crops, there was an expectation that our students, uh, because they were home, also joined the family in support and contribute and to contribute to the family income. And so we had to make adjustments into how to best support our students. And we learned how limited some of the resources that we have in place um, to be able to support the students in such a unique uh, time. And uh, what we quickly moved to is that uh, we reached out to the university's development office to inquire about how we could get creative and uh, and raise some funds to be able to support our students when their technology failed, when they needed support to be able to have reliable access to internet. I can't tell you how many students we would talk to and they would tell us that they were sitting outside of McDonald's or outside of Walmart because that's the only uh, access to the internet that they had. And, and so we were successfully able to launch a crowd uh, power page through the university crowd uh, power funding page uh, to raise awareness of some of the unique issues that our students were facing and, and, and allowing some kind of a form for our community to be able to contribute so that we could support our students in, in these challenging times. Luis, you're obviously making a great impression on these young Americans and what would you want us to keep in mind about camp as we close the conversation? Well, uh, Russ, I, one of the interesting things is that, uh, you know, you you get to hear various voices in the community. And sometimes there's uh, voices that aren't very supportive of migrants uh, nationwide. But as we've gone through COVID, one of the first groups that was determined to be essential workers were migrants. Uh, people under, people are beginning to understand that population is part of the population that's essential to feeding our country. So we are uh, do owe this particular group of folks uh, some humble support as the, the camp program uh, provides them. Um, so it's just crazy listening to um, students talk and, of course, the leadership team of the Migrant Student Services um, team, um, just because I think it's a prime example, myself included, um, just going in full circle, being that I was also a former uh, camp scholar. Um, and now I'm the office manager. So it just goes to show that the camp program and the Migrant Students is services department um it just offers so much more than actually meets the eye and um i guess i just wanted to express my gratitude for the leadership team um just seeing the growth and the opportunities that they give i'm glad you jumped on adriana lopez with us there to finish out the conversation we've been discussing michigan state university's college assistant migrant program scholars initiative with luis alonzo garcia the director and Elias Lopez is the Senior Associate Director, and a couple of uh, bright camp students, Kiera Lee Zarate and Eduardo Lalo Jimenez. So thank you all for telling us about this uh, great program. Keep up the good work and go green. Check it out, Russ. Go white. Go white.
Thank you. Go white. And thank you for having us again.